0: hello mighty warriors of god and welcome to mi15 today is august 5th 2020 and this is day 891 of our journey together thank you so so much for tuning into our podcast my name is jackie and welcome 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 to you So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. There is absolutely none like you. You are our heavenly Father. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Thank you so much, Father, for creating us in your image and giving us your breath of life. Thank you, Father, for helping us to accomplish the purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick. And bless those who may be in financial need. I ask also, Father, that you will speak today. That it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is favor to overcome. Favor to overcome. We have God's favor to overcome any obstacle that comes in our way. Anything that tries to come and trip us up, the favor of God, which is His grace and uh, His love for us, oh my goodness, there is nothing like it. Uh, We're going to be coming out of Joshua chapter 10, verses 1 through 15, (laughs) and learn... This magnificent, miraculous thing that God did to help Joshua and the Israelites to overcome not one, or two, or three, or four, but five armies at one time. (laughs) Yeah, five. All right, so let's go ahead and start reading out of Joshua chapter 10, starting in verse 1. And it says, Now Adonai Zadik king of Jerusalem heard that Joshua had taken Ai and totally destroyed it. Doing to Ai, which is, was a country or a town that they went and destroyed, the Israelites did. And he says, doing to Ai and its king as he had done to Jericho and its king and that the people of Gibeon had made a treaty of peace with Israel and had become their allies. He and his people were very much alarmed at this, because Gibeon was an important city, like one of the royal cities. It was larger than Ai, and all its men were good fighters. So, Adonai Zadik, king of Jerusalem, appealed to Hoham, king of Hebron, Param, king of Jeremuth, Jephiah, king of Lachish, and Debir, king of Eglon. Come up and help me attack Gibeon, he said, because it has made peace with Joshua and the Israelites. Then the five kings of the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, uh, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon, those were the Five uh, cities they represented joined forces they moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gibeon and attacked it well uh Israelite, the israel uh, had already um, made uh you know bondage or or they had they were allies i'm sorry with uh Gibeon so if your allies That means if you attack them, you attack us. We protect each other because we are allies. Okay, so verse 6. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all his best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. After an all night march from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. So they marched all night to get there. I mean, he took every resource, every single man. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel. So Joshua and the Israelites defeated them completely at Gibeon. So he threw them into confusion. Look at what the Lord will do. He will throw our enemy into confusion. And then we will be able to defeat them completely. Israel pursued uh, them along the road going up to Beth Horon and cut them down all the way to Azekah and Machedah. As they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Horon to Azekah, the Lord hurled large hailstones, uh huh, <laughs> large hailstones. Were, hur- were hurled uh, down on them and more of them died from the hail than were killed by the swords of the Israelites. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, so he said this in front of the whole camp, Sun, stand still over Gibeon and you moon over the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, <laughs> and the moon stopped, till the nation avenged itself on the its enemies. That is unheard of. First of all, the hailstones, uh, the confusion brought upon the people, and now the sun stops, which means that God extended the day of daylight. He extended the day because the Earth rotates around the sun. And there are a couple of things that my commentary says could have happened. It says uh, a slowing of the earth's normal rotation gave Joshua more time, as the original Hebrew language seems to indicate. Or two, some unusual refraction of the sun's rays gave additional hours of light. But regardless of God's chosen method, the Bible is clear that the day was prolonged by a miracle and that God's intervention turned the tide of battle for his people. That just dropped the mic. It is done. It is over. He (laughs) stopped. He extended the day uh, just for his people. And he said, be strong. You know, I am with you. Do not be afraid. We don't know how God's going to do it, right? (laughs) And it says, as it is written in the book of Jashar, The sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. Do you know how that can throw every single thing off in nature, in the world, when that happens? But only if God is in control. God created it. God created everything. So, (laughs) he can make anything happen that he wants to happen. Therefore, It says, verse 14, there has never been a day like it before or since. A day when the Lord listened to a human being. Surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua returned with all Israel to the camp of Gilgal. All Israel, not one of his men, were taken. That is amazing. And that is how our God will do it. He gives us the same favor. (laughs) he'll make the sun and the moon just stand still for us. Wow, thank you, Lord. Point number one, even though your enemy conspires to attack you, harm you, steal from you, and even deceive you, you have no need to worry because the Lord is with you. I don't care if the whole world is against you. As long as you have the Lord, you have everyone outnumbered. <laughs> I'd rather have just be me and God. If that's the case, if that's what it has to be, hey, we don't have anything to worry about. We don't need to put our trust in man. We are fickled. We'll do things that we'll say things and then not do it or, and, and not even necessarily meaning any harm. Uh, sometimes we just forget or sometimes things happen, but, but we can trust God. God doesn't forget. God does not delay his promises to us. The Lord has given you his favor or grace. That's very, very uh, powerful. Uh, Listen, this is a quote uh, by someone by the name of Mel Walker from Christianity. um, uh, Christianity Today, I think. But anyway, he said, God giving us the ability, this is what God's favor is. God giving us the ability to do something which is humanly impossible for us to do. For example, it is only by God's undeserved favor that we can experience eternal life. And it is only by God's grace that we have the ability to live for the Lord. We can only live for Him now through His grace. He gives us the grace to accomplish everything that he uh, intended for us to do. That is fulfilling our purpose. Are you trusting God as Joshua did, even though it looked as though the odds were stacked against them and the same for you? You might look at the situation you're in and think there is no way out of this. There is absolutely no way. I was sharing with the, couple of people yesterday, uh, my husband and I, how God just, you know, made a way when we were about to lose our house several years ago. Uh, it was just so many things that happened. It was after Hurricane Katrina and the business, you know, the bakery, uh, with you know, everything just kind of just stopped, you know, <laughs> and how much that affected our supplies getting in. Everything went up. It was sky high. It was just unbelievable and how that all affected everything else it affected our income it affected uh just so much and not being able to take care of you know those normal responsibilities kind of like right now what's going on with the plague you know how it's affected you know income and jobs and so many things but but even through that god did something that we today know it was only a miracle Uh, we were at the point where they were saying, we're going to foreclose on your house. And we had done all we could do. And we just stood. That's all we could do. I mean, I'm not going to say at the moment it felt great. It did not. (laughs) But then when I drew closer to the Lord, it helped me to recognize that me and my own human strength, I have no ability to conquer this situation. I can only do this through the Lord. I can only overcome this through the Lord and we that I prayed and just my husband and I and trusted God and that's all we could do. And uh the next thing, you know, we get a phone m- a message, you know, and it was a woman saying, "I'm calling you uh to talk to you about saving your house. I'm with Catholic Charities." Never I said, "Honey, did you call?" He goes, "No, I don't know who never no, didn't know anything about them." And I said, I didn't call him, and I called her back, and she said, hey, I want to make an appointment with you uh, to talk to you about saving your house. And we're like, okay, made the appointment, met with her. She was the kindest woman we could ever meet, little petite lady, talked just as sweet and kind, but when she got on that phone with our mortgage company, it was like she turned into like this hound dog. I mean, she had such authority and she spoke in authority and she told them, you will not do this to Mr. and Mrs. Bikes. You let me talk to your boss and your boss and your boss. And by the time she got through, we had our house. (laughs) I am not kidding you. And it went on. This took a couple of weeks of meeting with her or, or within a month, I would say. And she stopped everything. And and it was just God's favor. And and even she would say to us in the midst of this, every time we'd meet with her, she would say, What is it about you, Mr. and Mrs. Bikes? You know, whenever I go to walk my dogs in the morning and I just talk to God, He puts you on my heart. And I'm like, Really? My husband and I are just looking at each other like, Oh wow, thank you, Lord. <laughs> That's the favor of God. He's putting us on the hearts of the people that have the power to do what we need, right? We may not be the ones to do it. He's got people in place, strategically placed, to do for you what you need right now, whatever that is. We don't see them. We don't know about it, but God already has a plan, just like he did here with them. I, I am just amazed. Point number two. Also notice how Joshua took his whole army of men. That alone showed his faith in the Almighty God. The Lord did miraculous things that day for Joshua uh, and, uh, and for Israel. Uh, look, he, he brought confusion up on, uh, on the enemy. So that gave Israel uh, the advantage then the Lord hurled down hailstones down from, uh, from heaven on the enemy, and more of them died from that, uh, that, were killed from that than from the sword of the Israelites. Then the Lord extended the daylight, <laughs> and the Lord uh, also, he stopped the moon. I mean, look, th- this, is, this is nothing but God, uh, as we can see. Time stood still just for Joshua and the Israelites. What kind of favor is that? God has given that same favor to you. Receive it. Trust God. Do what he has called you to do. See, that's what Joshua did. He did what God told him to do. He didn't worry about all the other stuff. He God said, go and you, you keep your word and you fight for your allies. And, and I will keep my word and do for you. What I said I would do. God is, not, God cannot lie, all right? Understand that He cannot lie. And if He said He'll do it, He'll do it. I recently, I I remember uh, getting so frustrated. You know, you get that credit karma thing, um, and I look at it, and every time my credit score is just not looking good, and we're paying, we've not been late on anything. I mean, every credit card, and, and we've got we got several that we had to charge up during some hardship times, and and uh, it's going to take us uh, a century uh, to pay them off, you know? And the interest rates are outrageous, and, and I would get so frustrated about, it's like we're not making a dent in any of this, you know? And Lord, help! <laughs> and uh so I... I didn't think anything of it. And we get all kinds of things in the mail. Take this card or try this program. Do this. And I just threw it all away. Because I don't know anything about it. I don't trust it. And uh, the other day, some people came to our house. Two people, a lady and a man. Very nice people. And uh, I had never heard of such people coming to your house to talk to you about, guess what? The interest rates on our credit cards. Helping us to get out of debt. I'm like, throw down the mic, drop the mic again, (laughs) and I just thought, okay, this is just too good to be true, who comes to somebody's house unannounced, and, and it was on the nicest day, the day before yesterday, and uh, then, and yeah, and they came, and, and we stood outside with our mask on, and she, the lady explained everything about what they can do, and, uh, and how, you know, our name came up, and Uh, She said, didn't you receive our correspondence in the mail? I'm like, I probably did, but I didn't keep it. And so she began to tell us more and more. I'm like, okay. And so I said, well, I've got got something to do right now. Can we meet tomorrow and go deeper into this? And she said, yeah. So I thought, this has got to be a scam. (laughs) And I got to thinking, what information did I give them? Oh my God, Lord, I hope this isn't a scam. And It wasn't. She met with, she came and met with us yesterday, her and her colleague, and we invited them in, and and this time Gary, my husband, was with me, and we sat and we talked for a couple of hours and got a very good understanding about what this was. And she said, they'll take our, if we qualify, Is based upon hardships that we may have gone through over the years, um, that they will pay off Uh, they'll, they'll actually uh, take away the interest. We would not pay any interest and they, it's almost like what we, my husband and I looked at like a bankruptcy, but you're not filing bankruptcy and, and you make these payments for these cards and it will affect the credit, but our, you know, it'll go down, but then it'll go up eventually, but our credit score has not changed. And it's like, we need that to change, but they told us this was, uh, based upon a 2010, 2010 government, uh, act created, uh, called the Hardship Act. Never heard of it in my life. And, uh, this was something from 2010 and she, you know, we got to see all the proof and all the different information and, uh, and then they, after they compiled everything, they were would be able to cut everything in half. And instead of us paying off our credit cards, you know how the compound interest and all those things take forever. You're paying on it for a lifetime. And all of ours are pretty much charged up to the max. And they have gotten them down some, but it's taken, you know, just inch by inch. And uh, they said in four years, everything would be paid off. And uh, they, uh, you know... I was just, I said, no way, no way, no way. And uh, no interest. And uh, that last night, it was approved. And I said, wow, thank you, Lord. Look at how God, it just, how God answered that prayer uh, in a way that I never would have thought. Sending someone to our home (laughs) to talk to us about that and to set that up, man, man. It is nothing but the Lord. And and you know what else? God knows what is coming down the pipeline. I We don't know. And he knows what we need to be prepared for. Don't know what's going to happen, but he's preparing us for that financially, mentally, physically, uh, spiritually. What is it that you need God's favor for? He is no respecter of persons. What he's done for uh, Joshua, For myself, for many others, he'll do the same for you. Trust him. Give it to him. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Please check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, J A C K I E, be like boy, U Y C K S ministries.org. And please check out our messages and share them with others. Also, check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name in your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's fabulous agape love. <laughs> All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.